Hey there, Chris. Hope you're staying dry and comfortable out there in New York. Yeah, with overcast clouds this morning and moderate rain expected in the evening, it sounds like a perfect day to catch up on the latest news. Exactly. And we've got plenty of that coming your way. Kicking things off today is a wrap-up from the Upfront Summit in Los Angeles. It was a star-studded affair with venture capital luminaries, discussions around AI, and even celebrity appearances. And that's right. Besides showcasing Coco robots and emphasizing AI's growing role in the industry, Keith Rabois spoke out about leaving Founders Fund and moving away from San Francisco due to work culture differences. Meanwhile, Joe Lonsdale commented on the woke mind virus impacting business ideologies. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. You're listening to the Daily Digest from PocketPod News. Our second story dives into how Russian state media and Kremlin-linked online accounts are spreading misleading content about U.S. immigration and border security to stoke outrage ahead of the 2024 election. This disinformation campaign aims to weaken support for Ukraine by exploiting divisive topics in America and Europe, highlighting crimes allegedly committed by immigrants and warning of dire consequences if border security isn't tightened. And finally, we'll take a look at this week's Startups Weekly. From ChatGPT aiding in coding to FlowGPT emerging as a marketplace for AI apps, AI is making big waves in startups. Plus, we'll discuss various fundraisers like Fervo Energy's geothermal innovation and PhotoRoom's AI photo editing app funding round. Not forgetting Google's AI-generated multicultural depiction of the founding fathers and Apple, discontinuing its self-driving car project, among other updates. This message is brought to you by PocketPod. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to a fully personalized listening experience with AI-crafted podcast made just for you. Head over to PocketPod.app to join the waitlist. The Upfront Summit in Los Angeles has just wrapped up, bringing together a unique blend of venture capital giants, celebrities, and tech innovators. That's right. With names like Lady Gaga, Cameron Diaz, and leading figures from the venture capital world in attendance, the summit was buzzing with discussions on the future of technology and investment. But it wasn't all glitz and glamour. The event also delved into some of the venture capital industry's pressing challenges and pondered over how to leverage investment for societal good. And amidst talks on AI and robotics, there were crucial conversations about work culture, internet control, and even critiques of current social practices. To help us unpack all of this and more, we're joined by PocketPod News Technology Analyst Paige Owens. Paige, the summit covered a lot from technology to societal issues. Where do you think this leaves the venture capital landscape? Well, Jonathan, the Upfront Summit this year really showcased the multifaceted nature of the venture capital landscape. It's not just about funding startups, but also about how these financial movements intersect with broader societal trends. The atmosphere of the event itself, marked by the presence of celebrities like Lady Gaga and leading figures from the VC world, speaks volumes about how venture capital is at a crossroads between entertainment, technology, and finance. This blending of worlds underscores a broad appeal and signals an evolving industry that's becoming more mainstream in its influence. That's fascinating. With such a vibrant atmosphere and high-profile attendees, what were some of the key challenges highlighted during the summit? The challenges facing startups in securing venture capital funding were a significant focus. Amid what's been described as a tough year for the industry, discussions likely revolved around finding ways to navigate these obstacles while continuing to foster innovation and growth. The need for resilience in the face of economic pressures seems to be a recurring theme. I see. 
And with personalities like Keith Rabois discussing his departure from Founders Fund and critiquing work ethic in San Francisco, it seems there was also a personal dimension to these discussions. Absolutely, Jonathan. Rabois' comments opened up broader debates about work culture across different cities, highlighting how geographic locations can influence business practices and attitudes towards work. This personal account from Rabois brings an interesting perspective on how individual decisions are reflective of wider industry trends. Speaking of critiques, there were also discussions around current social practices at the summit. Could you delve into that? Sure. Joe Lonsdale's concerns over ideological biases within business practices and technology platforms indicate growing apprehensions about corporate influence on societal values. His remarks point to an underlying tension between corporate policies and their wider implications for society, a crucial issue as we navigate the intersection of technology and ethics. That's thought-provoking indeed. And on a more optimistic note, Melinda French Gates talked about venture capital as an engine for social progress. Yes, that was one of the more uplifting aspects of the summit. French Gates's perspective is particularly compelling because it highlights an optimistic view where investment isn't just about financial returns, but also societal improvements. Her comments reflect a vision where venture capital plays a pivotal role in driving forward social change through strategic investments. Could you touch upon Chris Dixon's critique regarding Internet control? Chris Dixon raised important concerns about how control over digital spaces has become concentrated among few companies due to past decisions prioritizing user experience enhancements over decentralization. This critique taps into broader fears about monopolistic control stifling innovation and limiting freedom on the Internet, issues that resonate deeply as we consider future paths for digital infrastructure. And finally, there was mention of hard tech being emphasized at this year's summit. Yes, Jonathan, the focus on hard tech like manufacturing and aerospace reflects a growing interest among investors in sectors with concrete impacts on our physical world, from infrastructure to sustainability. Karan Talati's observations here signify an investment shift towards tangible solutions addressing pressing global challenges, a promising direction for future ventures. Paige Owens, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. As we edge closer to the 2024 presidential election, a new strategy by Russia is coming to light, one that could have far-reaching implications for American politics. Indeed, recent reports indicate a significant shift in Russia's disinformation campaigns. This time, the focus is on U.S. immigration and border security, aiming to polarize American public opinion and weaken support for Ukraine amid ongoing conflicts. From social media posts to online videos and articles, these efforts misrepresent facts or amplify misleading narratives. But it's not just about immigration. It's part of a broader attempt to influence U.S. political discourse. And with technology like artificial intelligence only making disinformation more convincing, the challenges in combating these campaigns grow more complex by the day. PocketPod News World Affairs correspondent Rose Fletcher joins us now to delve deeper into Russia's tactics and their potential impact on American democracy and international relations. Rose? Thanks, Jonathan. It's crucial to understand that Russia's efforts to influence American perceptions on immigration and border security are part of a broader strategy aimed at polarising US public opinion. This shift towards focusing on domestic US issues, particularly immigration, marks a significant evolution in their disinformation campaigns, especially as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Can you give us a summary of how Russia is spreading misleading content about U.S. immigration policies? 
Absolutely, Russian state media and Kremlin-linked online accounts have been actively engaging in spreading misinformation about US immigration policies and border security. Their aim appears to be to stoke division and discord ahead of the election. They've been misstating the impact of immigration, highlighting isolated crimes by immigrants and even promoting anti-immigration rallies with a notable focus on Texas. Just this month, dozens of pro-Russian accounts have been identified posting misleading content about U.S. immigration. Interesting, Rose. How has Russia's focus shifted from Ukraine to now targeting U.S.-focused issues like immigration? After spending nearly two years propagating disinformation related to its invasion of Ukraine, Russia's disinformation apparatus has indeed pivoted towards targeting divisive U.S. political issues such as immigration. While eroding support for Ukraine remains a key goal for Russia, diversifying its tactics to include hot-button issues likely to divide, Americans signifies an adaptive strategy in their broader information warfare playbook. What platforms are being used for these disinformation campaigns? The disinformation is spread across a variety of platforms, including social media posts on sites like RT and Sputnik, encrypted messaging sites, and even through fake news outlets masquerading as legitimate sources – Notably, some Russian state media accounts that were banned from mainstream platforms continue to reach large audiences through alternative sites or by repurposing content specifically for American viewers. And what could be the potential impact on the 2024 U.S. election and support for Ukraine? The campaign aims to skew American public opinion at a time when support for Ukraine is critical, particularly under President Biden's administration, which has shown strong support compared to many Republicans' views. With more than half of Republicans believing the US is over-investing in Ukraine aid, Russia's campaign could further exploit this sentiment and influence electoral outcomes. It seems like combating this kind of disinformation is becoming increasingly challenging. Indeed it is, Jonathan. The evolving online landscape presents significant challenges in fighting disinformation. Platforms like X, formerly Twitter, have reduced content moderation efforts while TikTok's ties to China have raised additional concerns about foreign influence operations online. Additionally, advances in artificial intelligence are making it easier to create convincing fake audio or video content that can be difficult for the average viewer to identify as false. Lastly, Rose, can you touch on the long-term strategy behind these disinformation campaigns? America's adversaries have been laying the groundwork for influencing U.S. politics well before election cycles through building networks and exploiting divisions within society. Effective information operations are not solely reliant on direct interventions, but are bolstered by years-long efforts to study political landscapes and cultivate polarisation, which makes them particularly insidious. This multifaceted approach underscores broader challenges facing democracies today, namely how to protect against misinformation in an era where digital platforms can be exploited by foreign adversaries seeking to destabilise political processes and erode trust in democratic institutions. That was PocketPod News World Affairs correspondent Rose Fletcher. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. Artificial intelligence isn't just a buzzword in Silicon Valley anymore. It's becoming the driving force of innovation across the startup world. From coding assistance to revolutionizing how we discover and read stories, AI's influence is growing. And it's not just about creating new tools, but also about addressing some of the most pressing challenges in sustainable energy and blockchain development. But with great potential comes great scrutiny. Tech giants like Google and Apple are finding themselves under the spotlight for their AI projects, 
amidst a backdrop of rising venture capital trends focusing on not just starting up, but also shutting down companies efficiently. To dive deeper into these developments, we're joined by PocketPod News technology correspondent Alex Harmon. Alex, startups are really pushing the envelope with AI. What can you tell us about some of the most exciting innovations happening right now? Absolutely, Steve. The landscape of startups is indeed vibrant, especially with artificial intelligence taking center stage. A key highlight is how AI is becoming integral to innovation across various industries. For example, there's considerable buzz around coding assistance and news aggregation, all powered by AI. These tools are not just about new features, but represent a significant leap in how we approach problem solving and productivity in the digital age. That sounds fascinating. Can you provide some examples of startups that are leading the way with these AI innovations? Certainly. One standout example is FlowGPT, which has created a marketplace for AI applications, securing $10 million in investment despite the ethical debates swirling around AI's capabilities and limitations. This platform showcases the adventurous spirit of startups that are keen to explore what AI can really do without being boxed in by current norms. Another intriguing case is Inkit, which uses AI to transform reading habits by identifying potential bestsellers from emerging stories. With $37 million backing its mission, Inkit represents an innovative approach to leveraging technology for cultural impact, specifically addressing the decline in reading habits by harnessing data to spot promising narratives. I see. And how about specific applications of AI that are making waves? On that front, there's plenty of action, too. Startups like TenWeb are utilizing AI for website building tools, offering solutions that significantly ease the web development process. Then there's Particle.News, which leverages AI for news aggregation, providing a more refined way to consume news tailored to individual preferences. Moreover, StarCoder 2's coding assistance model exemplifies how AI can amplify productivity for programmers, a point underscored by Steve Blank last year when he predicted substantial increases in programming efficiency thanks to early-stage AI technologies. Moving on from specific applications, any insights on broader trends within the startup ecosystem? Yes, one particularly interesting trend is in venture capital funding, especially towards startups that offer support services for other companies during their shutdown processes. This pragmatic approach reflects a gree it makes a growing recognition of failure as part of the startup life cycle and underscores a shift towards managing resources more effectively within the ecosystem. Additionally, we're seeing significant investments in sustainable energy innovations like Fervo Energy's geothermal project, which raised $221 million to explore advanced drilling techniques and technology, a hallmark of growing interest in sustainable solutions. And let's not overlook Anisha's work with blockchain technology simplification through its platform backed by $7.5 million seed financing. It represents an effort to lower barriers around blockchain adoption among developers. What about controversies involving big tech companies? How do they fit into this narrative? Indeed, controversies such as Google's misrepresentation of historical figures through AI or Apple discontinuing its autonomous electric car project highlight ongoing challenges around ethical considerations and strategic pivots in technology deployment. These incidents serve as reminders of the complex landscape tech giants navigate, balancing innovation with public perception and ethical responsibilities. Alex Harmon, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Steve. It was great discussing these developments with you. 
And that's the Daily Digest for Saturday, March 2nd, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening. We hope you have a good day and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to pocketpod.app. 